welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. You're listening to The Construction Cut with Taylor Rennick. Here, you'll get the latest news in construction in 15 minutes or less. Let's dive into the show. Welcome back to The Construction Cut. I'm your host, Taylor. This week, we're covering the impact the wildfires in the West have had on construction projects, why Phoenix continues to grow despite the year that is 2020, and the cities that are thriving in a seller's market unlike we've ever seen. It is Monday, September 21st. Let's dive in. Well, the terrifying widespread wildfires in Oregon, Washington, and California have killed several dozens and have caused more than $150 billion in damages, but it's also produced horrendous air quality for much of the West Coast. Last week, the air quality was so bad that being outside was actually deemed hazardous. And as such, contractors working on projects up and down the West Coast were forced to suspend work on their outdoor projects. Peter Tatishi of the California AGC said, quote, The California wildfires have resulted in unhealthy air quality and extreme heat, creating heightened hazards for AGC of California contractors. Dennis Barlow of the Oregon AGC chapter had a similar statement, saying, quote, Contractors have had to limit or even cease outdoor work in most of these areas in order to protect their workers from potential respiratory issues related to the smoke, end quote. This echoes a VP at XL Construction, who works in the Bay Area. He said, quote, We made the decision to temporarily suspend work on six projects over the past two weeks in order to protect our craftspeople, professional staff, and trade partners. Several small fires started in Oregon and Washington, and they grew quickly, helped out by high winds and low humidity. Officials in Oregon said most of the new fires were human-caused and have estimated that the damage between economic losses and the damage to homes and businesses is somewhere between $130 and $150 billion. Well, over the summer, we've reported that the majority of the metro areas across the U.S. have seen construction slowdowns, with commercial and multifamily construction activity having more or less plummeted in the first half of 2020. Cities like Seattle, New York, San Francisco, and Boston all saw double-digit activity decreases. But there is one outlier, and that outlier is Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. Despite construction starts falling off a cliff in most major cities, construction starts in Phoenix actually increased, and it increased by a whopping 82% in the first half of 2020 alone. That increase of 82% equates to somewhere around $2.8 billion. This is fueled by several large projects like mixed-use buildings, office developments, and warehouse buildings. So why Phoenix? Why have they been spared this year? Well, according to the construction dive, the answer may be in part due to the Great Recession. The reasoning behind this being that the recession impacted Arizona harder than many other states and was still affecting businesses and its citizens all these years later, while the majority of major cities had gone on to more or less bounce back. So Phoenix and Arizona as a whole are starting to slowly ramp back up from pre-recession economic levels, more so than the other major markets, which managed to recover in the last decade. Stephen Betts of Halualoa Companies in Arizona was quoted saying, Phoenix was late to the party recovering from the Great Recession. 
That turned out to be an advantage to the pandemic recession because we sat at the bottom of that recession for a long time. It forced this marketplace to rethink the business model of the economy. If you've followed Builder Funnel for even a little bit, you know we're huge believers in the inbound marketing methodology. One of the most important phases is the client delight phase. By delighting customers, you turn them into promoters of your business and your brand. The only way to get people to go out of their way to sing your praises is to wow them throughout the process. This is something the guys over at BuildBook are helping you do. Better communication leads to better outcomes. And that means communication at every level. Daily logs, client selections, punch lists, and change orders. Today, that communication gets super fragmented between email, text, and phone calls. And inevitably, things fall through the cracks. With BuildBook, everything funnels through one simple app, keeping everyone on the same page and your clients filled with delight. No more digging through texts or random emails looking for client approvals. Just one place to see everything going on with a project. And as a reminder, they're offering a special deal to all Builder Funnel Radio listeners. Hit pause right now and text BUILDBOOK to 33777 for a free trial of the software plus 45% off the first year. All right, let's get back to the show. In the Construction Dive report, they also mention Arizona's new-ish legislation, which oddly enough is aimed at cutting red tape in the government. The governor eliminated or changed hundreds of regulations in an effort to streamline the government, tackling everything from contractor licenses to boat registration laws. And as a result, economic growth has taken off, taking construction projects right along with it. Big projects from Google, Apple, and Amazon, along with attempts to lure businesses in with inexpensive land, has proven to be very successful for the Phoenix Metro. The only other top 20 city in the country that was able to show growth this year is Detroit, which saw projects increase by 96% to $929 million, still less than half of the growth reported in Phoenix. Well, according to a new article in Forbes, housing inventory has never been lower than it is right now. In July, nationwide housing inventory was down a whopping 32%, and homes are spending 18 fewer days on the market this summer compared to the same time last year. The chief economist for the Florida Realtors Association said, quote, Several factors are playing into this renewed demand for housing, but by far, the most important factors are record low mortgage interest rates and the release of all the pent-up demand from our derailed spring buying season, end quote. And this makes sense. I'm pretty sure I've read this same report each week, every day since May. But what's interesting here is that inventory is at its lowest ever. The demand is higher than ever. So now you've got bidding wars in places like Salt Lake City and Boise and Colorado Springs, cities that weren't on our radar 10 years ago for bidding wars. So how long will the record low inventory last? Well, according to the experts, the answer is up in the air. Classic. Because mortgage rates are so, so low, some experts lament that available inventory will remain low going into next year while others speculate that the Fed's current interest rates are more or less a rare and short window of opportunity. Speaking of a window of opportunity, construction industry employment was up slightly in August, adding 16,000 new jobs over July. 
That being said, the industry as a whole is still down by nearly 300,000 jobs compared to that of last summer. This is according to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics. In a report they released a few weeks ago, construction unemployment was slightly better from July to August, but the nationwide unemployment rate is still more than double its August 2019 percentage. As of September 4th, construction industry employment is at 7.6%, better than the overall unemployment rate of 8.4%. But that 7.6% is still more than double the August 2019 rate of 3.6. Something to think about. Employment numbers also vary by what section of the industry you work in. Residential trade contractors, for example, posted more gains than their non-residential counterparts, while those in heavy and civil engineering saw a loss of 5,000 jobs in August alone. The AGC's Ken Simonson said, quote, Construction is becoming a tale of two sectors, as home building and limited non-residential niches thrive, but most other private, as well as public, construction shrinks. Anirman Basu of the ABC had a similar statement, going on record saying that the August decrease in non-residential jobs was caused by, quote, Tighter financial conditions, diminished cash flow among property owners, lingering uncertainty, elevated commercial vacancy, and project postponements and cancellations. Basu ended his statement saying, despite the ongoing economic momentum, non-residential contractors should brace for a challenging year. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the show this week. Make sure you check out the rest of the shows here on the Builder Funnel radio feed. There is so much content being released every single week, and it's really great stuff. Uh, make sure you check out Wes and Brooks on Building a Family Business and my colleague Danielle on Remodeling Your SEO and my other colleague Danielle, a separate Danielle, on Mastering Facebook Marketing for Remodelers. It's just so much stuff going out every week, so we're really excited to share that all with you guys. If you're enjoying the show, we'd love it if you give us a five-star review or subscribe to Builder Funnel Radio, whatever you want to do. If you're listening on an iPhone, swipe, tap over the cover art, just swipe over my face. You'll see it there and you can subscribe. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to The Construction Cut on Builder Funnel Radio. If you got value out of today's episode, please do one of two things for me. Share it with a friend by clicking the share button in your podcast player and then texting it or emailing it to them. Or leave us a review. This is a free podcast, so spreading the word really helps us keep Builder Funnel Radio going. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.